Hello, everybody. Welcome to Electric Leftovers. Holy crap, it's hot. Are you are you folks melting where you are? Let me tell you something about where I live. Where I live, it is windy nearly all of the time. And when we say windy, we don't mean like 35, 45 miles an hour. That's That's a lot of wind. It's not a ton of wind, but it's a lot of wind. Average down here is about half that. So when we say it's breezy, it's 10, 15 miles an hour, right? Windy, you're pushing the 25, 35 range um but let me tell you nothing like you think hot sucks because hot does suck and hot and humidity sucks hot and windy it just feels like you're sitting inside an oven the whole time because you can't get away from it it's just the air moves it follows you it chases you down like some sort of deranged killer making a suit out of the skin of other winds. It's hot, and I don't like it. That's all I'm saying. It's, I hate summer. Summer's the worst. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is Electric Leftovers. I'm Jason. This is episode 179, I think. That sounds right. And this episode, uh, we're going to talk about all the things that we normally talk about. I know, doesn't that make the podcast really samey? But at least, like, we get to experience things together. Like, for instance, I don't know what music I'm going to pick till I start working on the show. So that's a thing. Um, we both get the news at the same time, unless you're sneaking and reading it ahead. If so, shame on you. And uh, the review. <laughs> Heck, man, I don't even know if there's going to be a review for the game most of the time, right? So it's that little edge of danger, I think, that comes along with the show that really... You know, I, I hope it makes you interested and it, it hooks you and, and pulls you in and etc. etc. Oh, I'm not even getting the right, I'm not even downloading the right soundtrack. That's how underprepared I am. Over at the website, since, you know, I, I have some time to kill and I have to cover for the mistakes I have made in my past. We have some new Pokemon Yellow from Scarlet. We have some Orphan Scion of Sorcery from Scarlet. Uh, we have Link and Zelda, Panoply of Kalatea, the final, 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 for real final this time, uh, final episode, and I know that because I don't have any more. That is all of them. And as well as the finale of Wrath of the Black Manta. I don't think I need to say anything else about that game except that. Um... Do I have the soundtrack for this? I'm still looking. Oh, no. I'm going to have to go find it. Crap. Maybe it's in the folder. You don't don't care about this, do you? We have a new Mystery Science Theater as well. Swamp Diamonds, which is bizarre. I will will say the word bizarre and, and mean it. Level art, cutscenes, miscellaneous. It's not in there. <clears throat> Og.dll. There's an Og thing somewhere. Og Vorbis. Hanging out somewhere in here. It's probably in that fo- file because that's a very big file. <clears throat> Which means I have to go and track down a soundtrack. Great. Swamp Diamonds. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's, it's, it's not only is it a single cross... 
or a double cross. It could very well be the very rare and seldom used quadruple cross. Swamp Diamonds. Anyway, I gotta go find some music. See, this is what I'm talking about. We didn't know I was gonna have to go and track down uh, a soundtrack for this week's episode, right? We are experiencing this all together. Mega Man Unlimited is a Mega Man fan game in the classic 8-bit NES style both in sound and visuals. It is similar to Mega Man 3 and Mega Man 9 and 10 in design philosophy. Mega Man Unlimited is, is made by fans for fans. It is not related to the official series canon. We are not making money with this project as the Mega Man brand is property of Capcom. This project has been under development for roughly five years, working in our free time after work nearly every day. Well, in the NES 8-bit style, Mega Man Unlimited is made using currently existing technology and thus won't work on an NES or an old computer. Our goal was to have fun making this game and not necessarily follow a every technical limitation of the NES. And that uh, probably overly descriptive description for our uh, purposes is for, of course, Mega Man Unlimited, developed by Megaphil X and published by Megaphil X in 2013 for the PC and this is, of course, a Mega Man fan game. As you heard, uh, Jade and I took this one on. And it doesn't look like his stuff has been added to the website. Yep, that's too bad. This is a fantastic game. Absolutely one of the best fan games, I think, ever um, for Mega Man. And I've played three or four of them in my day. Not nearly as many as Jade has, but I've played a couple of them. This is excellent. Looks, plays, feels just like a Mega Man game checks all the right boxes i think it it's just great and i you know it's hard but it's not hard in the same way that people i think would complain that mega man 9 and 10 were hard um yeah i just 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 been great fantastic game i can't tell you more about it you just have to go watch it
Well, everybody, it is review time. You probably figured out by now. I did indeed find some music for this week's episode. So let's find a review for this week's episode, shall we? Um, wow, hardly anybody on this one, and everybody loved it. It doesn't help me any. All right. Um, you. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Them's bold words, son. You and you. Starting first with the not-so-bold, because I think we might have read a review from this person before, and it's a short one. The Second Coming. A Mega Man 10 review by WellTall548. Uh, originally reviewed December 14th, 2017, and updated, wow, only like a month ago, uh, June 4th, 2018. Mega Man 9 was of such a high quality that 10 had much to prove. It's an excellent game. One of the best Mega Man titles, and it almost matches the greatness of 9. Overall, it's my second favorite game in the series. The graphics are similar to Mega Man 9's, but slightly better, reaching an aesthetic quality similar to that of Mega Man 4. Like 9, there are some story scenes, but these are notably horrible. Roboenza, a ridiculous play on influenza, starts affecting robots, and Wily has the cure. These story scenes should have been used to set up Mega Man X instead of this nonsense. Hey, remember when I said it's potentially trying to bridge the gap between the original series and the X series? The music is incredibly good, but not quite on the same level as 9. Solar Man stage and the Fortress stages have amazing themes, and most of the others are excellent as well. It beats most other Mega Man game soundtracks, though. Stage design is mostly excellent, but occasionally annoying. Sheep Man and Solar Man have amazing levels, but Commando Man's is a pain without rush jet. Likewise, some bosses can be fun and others frustrating. The Block Devil and Blade Man are very difficult to dodge thanks to the lack of a slide. The game is very challenging, but it's usually the fun kind of challenge that keeps you playing. The weapons are great for the most part. The Triple Blade is extremely powerful, almost overpowered. The Water Shield is a good defense. The Solar Blaze does high damage and has piercing properties. The Wheel Cutter has an interesting ability to pull you up walls. The Rebound Striker is good, but requires several bounces against walls to reach its full strength. The Chill Spike and Commando Bomb are situationally good, and Thunder Wolf is bad. There is a decent amount of DLC to supplement the game. Base can be played as, and there are three special stages. These are challenging and fun, and end with a fight against a Mega Man killer from the Game Boy games. They give you their weapons, which are permanently available in the main game. The Mirror Buster is decent against enemies with projectiles. The Screw Crusher has a unique arc that's helpful, and the Ballad Cracker is an explosive that can be aimed in any direction. They make the weapon set much better. Mega Man 10 is an excellent game and a worthy sequel to 9. It almost captures what made the previous game so incredible and deserves its place near the peak of the Mega Man hierarchy. Rating 5. Flawless. The music is incredibly good, but not quite on the same level as 9. Flawless. Notably horrible cutscenes. Flawless. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, most of the reviews we're going to get, I think you're going to be like that. Let's move on to this bold statement from Plasma Warrior X, who reviewed this on March 29th, 2010. Is it as good as Mega Man 2? <gasps> I can remember playing Mega Man 9 thinking Capcom didn't bring us back to Mega Man 2. They went all the way back to Mega Man 1. That, my friends, was a bad thing. The game was too hard for its own good, and I thought it wouldn't improve. But 
yet again, much like Capcom putting out Mega Man 6 to get our minds off of Mega Man X6, excuse me, to get our minds off of Mega Man X5, we get yet another Mega Man game, Mega Man 10. I am going to take a bold position, X5 better than X6. Concept. When you play any Mega Man game, it's simple. It's not too simple. It's just a game you can jump into and play. At the end, you fight a boss, gain the weapon, go hit a boss with that weapon, and make it easier for you. Repeat. It's really all there is to this one. Once in a while, you'll buy seemingly meaningless items, but pretty much you're out to kick robot. That's what it says. Now, if only all games were this simple and fun. 10 out of 10. Controls. Shoot. Jump. And maybe slide if you're playing with Proto Man. The problem is that the buttons on the Wiimote sometimes get in the way and you change weapons when you really don't want to. Otherwise, the controls are responsive enough to play on the Wiimote alone. Just be careful with your pinky fingers. 7 out of 10. Graphics. I do like the idea of going all the way back to the retro Mega Man games. I am disappointed, however, that they didn't try to enhance things with the Mega Man X4 style graphics. What? Beggars, however, won't be choosers, as this game's simple NES style gives you plenty to look forward to. The sad thing, however, unlike all the other Mega Man games, there's no one stage that stands out. Oh well, I guess it happens, 7 out of 10. Story. Robots are getting sick with Roboenza or something. Roll comes down with it and all of a sudden robots go crazy. Dr. Wily's trying to make a machine to mass produce the vaccine to cure the robots and that's about it from there. Again, I see it coming from a mile away, what really is going on, but yeah, done before. 3 out of 10. Sound. You can never deny that Mega Man has some of the best video game tracks in history, and this game, well, doesn't quite add much to it, but it still has some nice hear beats that you'll like. For the most part, I can't be without Nitro Man's theme. It's again the standout soundtrack to this game, much like Tornado Man stage was last time. Quick aside, I believe I put Tornado Man's in the Mega Man 9 episode and um, Nitro Man's in the 10. Same sound effects as the previous Mega Man games, and that's about it. 7 out of 10. Replay value. Thanks to the added challenges, the game ups its replay value yet again, much like Mega Man 9 did with the time attack in Endless Mode. I'm not sure if Endless is DLC, but I hope so. This adds to the addiction that you'll be having when you start playing Mega Man games. There's an easy mode for the newest of noobs out there, so you can jump into this game if you want. Plus there's a hard mode as well. Oh yeah, you'll be playing this game for a while. 10 out of 10. Fun Factor. Well, unlike most Mega Man games, I didn't really get that much of an enjoyment out of this game. Don't get me wrong, it's all great and all, but I didn't think it was as rewarding as Mega Man 6. Wow, another bold statement. Plus, remember, there weren't as many great background music tracks in this game, so it went down a bit there as well. In the long run, this is still pretty fun, beating down the robot masters over and over and over again on three levels, but it's just not as fun as Mega Man 2 or Mega Man X4. Uh, excuse me, sir. Mega Man X4 is not fun. Which, as you know, are the highlights of the Mega Man universe. 6 out of 10. Oh, we gonna, we gonna fight. We gonna fight, Plasma Warrior X. Uh, challenge. Oh, thank God they didn't make this as painfully hard on normal mode than Mega Man 9. Yes, they did make it harder in hard mode, but at least they didn't make it near impossible in normal unless you're a true Mega Man player. I would, however, hope that they just ditch Proto Man and give Mega Man his old Mega Man 4 abilities back and not have to worry about playing as either or. That would be more challenging since you don't have a shield to work with. All in all, still pretty tough, but not impossible at all. 9 out of 10. Do you remember last time we had that 
section and that review that was about content and we talked about DLC a lot. Here's a new one. Fandom. Truly, Mega Man has not died. In fact, this game brings out some new fans for sure. It's not nearly as exclusive as World of Warcraft nor as brutal as Call of Duty. If you want to go old school, this is the way to go. More importantly, much like Mario, it's a game for all ages. There's no mature about it. Anyone can pick up this game and have fun with it, and that's what games should be about. Entertainment. 10 out of 10. Overall rating? Okay, it's not exactly Mega Man 2, but it's really close. I think the problem lies in the somewhat disappointing music and the not-so-needed easy mode. In the long run, the replay value and challenge do make up for the basic gameplay that we're used to for Mega Man, but I want to go to the Mega Man 4 format where Mega Man can slide and charge his weapon. If Capcom did that, I'd be set. But, oh well, it's good enough for me. Much to play, much to enjoy. 86 out of 100. Rating, 4.5. Outstanding. Um, I don't know where you got 86 out of 100. I mean, are you... Are, do you have 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, um, 1, 2, 3, 4... Oh, there's only got nine. There's some shenaniganry with the math there, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? That was a good review. I liked that review. Uh, very well laid out. Very. I mean, the formatting is good. I think some of that stuff is weird. Like, fandom is a bit strange. But um, you know what? No, I think that's pretty spot on. Mega Man 10, I think, was better than Mega Man 9. Um, I don't think it's as good as Mega Man 2, which to me is the best one. I really don't see where he's coming with that X4 business, because that game's terrible. Um, but all in all, no, that's that's solid. I can support that review. Great job, Plasma Warrior X. I recommended your review.
Our lead story in the news this week, Karma. Walt Dean King, 69, just wanted to take a look at a used car for sale on July 4th, but when he approached the vehicle in the small California town of Tracy, about 60 miles east of San Francisco, uh, which is fair because you can't really go 60 miles west of San Francisco and look at a used car, he was suddenly knocked off his feet by a bull that had gotten loose. King's King, excuse me, felt the bull's horn go through his side and crawled between a bush and a house as the bull stood over him snorting for about 20 minutes. Fox 40 reported that King underwent three hours of surgery, after which doctors told him his belly fat had saved him from worse injury. King believes karma kept him alive. Quote, back in the 70s, I'd pulled the lady out of a burning building. So I think I'm being paid back by not dying, King said. Okie dokie then. Okie dokie. Uh, People with too much time on their hands, ladies and gentlemen, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs who have made their fortunes in tech-related fields have discovered a spiritually enriching new guru. Jess Magic, a ukulele player and singer who calls herself a heartist. At Magic's intimate invitation-only soul salons, and now on a 10-city national tour, of course... Participants share their energy and join in song versations, philosophical rap, and improvised music and dance. A process Magic calls, quote, a playdate for your inner child. So, step step back with me for a minute. Uh, anybody who would really be down for any of that knows that you don't have to have a playdate to play. You can just play. It's true. Nothing's stopping you. Do it right now. All right. Look at you go. Andrew Hewitt, creator of Game Changers 500, explains, quote, For people who live most of their time in their heads, this feels like magic. But wait, I don't think you understand words, sir. The New York Times reported that magic believes her appeal is in response to the spiritual hollowness wealthy executives feel. People forget that they are human beings rather than human doings, she said. Oh, Lord. You know, I... I'm not opposed to this stuff, but I mean, come on. Don't try and bullshit a bullshitter. Human doings. My God. Patriotism inspired Rain Wigand, 22, and Zane Lyles, 21, of Collins, Ohio, to construct an American flag using more than 2,000 Budweiser, Bud Light, and Miller Light beer cans. Wigand posted pictures of the beer flag on Twitter on July 4th. Quote, It was a rough month of work for Zane and I, Wigand confessed, adding that they averaged somewhere around 14 beers a night for 28 days straight. Six other friends helped, he said, but they only drank on Thursdays to Sundays. Lyles told BuzzFeed News it was a month-long hangover that nothing could cure. However, he said the project had not ruined beer for him. I can still drink beer with the best of them. Where's the uh, flag people on that one, huh? Maybe it's not about the flag. Just saying. Cultural diversity. In Ghana, the reaction of mourners at a funeral is a measure of the deceased's position in the community. But for family members who are unable to express their emotions openly, professional mourners will cry on their behalf. A leader of one team of criers told BBC Africa in July that they charge based on the size of the funeral. And the Kumasi Funeral Criers Association offers different styles of crying, such as Crying with swag, crying and rolling on the ground, and crying and vomiting. Ghanaian funerals are also uh, known to feature dancing, pallbearers, giant billboards to announce funeral arrangements. I saw a video about that on the BBC. Oh, there you go. BBC Africa. Now we know. 
uh, link confirmed. It's a compulsion, folks. In 1985, Tosia, Tosia, I'm gonna go Tosia, of Arin, Orange, in Armenia, asked her husband Levon, oh boy, Arkalian, 44, to dig a pit under their home where she could store potatoes. But once he got started, Radio Free Europe reported he just couldn't stop. 23 years later, the underground oasis Arkelian created as a tourist attraction. Working as many as 18 hours a day with only a hammer and chisel, Arkelian created seven rooms, stairwells, and passages, running as deep as 65 feet and adorned them with carvings and decorations made from found objects. Arkelian passed away in 2008, and his widow welcomes tourists to her museum, which includes his shredded work boots and tools. But she says the couple argued about the project. Quote, He ruined his health because of this hole, she told Radio Free Europe. You told him to dig the hole, lady. Oh, more names. Names are the worst. I get people like... <laughs> Just for the sake of my podcast, let me be an angry American and say, why can't you have normal names? Jeez. Brigadier General Golem Reza Jalali, the head of Iran's civil defense organization, announced in a press conference on July 2nd that Israel is manipulating the weather over Iran to prevent rain. Quote, Israel and another country in the region have joined teams, joint teams, which work to ensure clouds entering Iranian skies are unable to release rain, Jalali posted, uh, posited, excuse me, according to Ynet News. On top of that, we are facing the issue of cloud and snow theft. However, the head of Iran's meteorological service was skeptical. Quote, it's not possible for a country to steal snow or clouds. Iran has suffered a prolonged drought, and this is a global trend that does not apply only to Iran. Uh, that was in stories of wait what, by the way. And uh, it's nice to know that no matter where you go, there are crazy people who don't understand science. Here, we put them in charge of the EPA and NASA. There, you're Brigadier General in the Defense Organization. So, I mean, you take that how you want. Weird science. If summer's heat is making you anxious about body odor... Well, this is topical. You might want to investigate a helpful gadget launched on July 1st by Japanese health tech company Tanita, the ES-100, an odor-sensing device that will detect body odor or too much perfume or cologne. Oh no, Axe stocks plummeting. IT media reported that the user simply points the sensor toward the underarm area or other problematic spots, and in 10 seconds, a numerical score will appear on the LED display. If you're a 10, you're not a 10. Next in stories of compelling explanations, we have in Madison, Wisconsin, an unidentified, not an unnamed, just an unidentified. This person has an identity, or a name, but no identity. Unidentified 19-year-old driver flipped his car after overcorrecting in traffic on July 3rd. Uh, The Wisconsin State Journal reported that the man left the scene and removed some clothing and pretended to be a jogger who happened by when police questioned him. Police said he was not impaired. He was later charged with leaving a crash scene and driving without a license. That's how he was unidentified. He didn't have a license. It all makes sense now. Meanwhile, a 62-year-old security guard named Ramdin... Well, that's a better name. I like Ramdin. In the city of Kanpur, India, told doctors he was robbed in June of about $722 proceeds from the sales of his motorbike by muggers who attacked him and knocked him out. 
When he woke up, Ramdin was suffering from severe abdominal pain, which brought him ten days later to Rama Hospital, where a scan revealed a steel cup lodged in his abdomen. Senior surgeon Dr. Dinesh Kumar told Metro News, quote, It seems that the metal cup was inserted into Ramdin's rectum by the goons, and it got stuck near the intestines. Doctors couldn't remove the cup using the route it went in, so they had to operate. Ramdin was discharged from the hospital on July 4th. Next, our story of ew, in what can only be a testament to curiosity, a Staffa, Ontario, Canada man has created an eBay listing for the McDonald's meal he placed on a shelf in his home six years ago to see what would happen. CBC Radio reported on July 5th that Dave Alexander also set aside a homemade burger and fries five years ago in order to make the comparison. The McDonald's meal held up much better. The fries are stunningly good-looking, Alexander said. The burger itself has darkened a little bit, and the bun is about as hard as a hockey puck. Canada. But it looks like it's brand new cosmetically. Alexander is downsizing the listed meal. Original owner. Never eaten for $29.99. We live in the country, and we've never even seen a fly land on it. Ever, he said. Our next and final story being Oops! Finished with her shopping at the Cornwall, Ontario, Canada Walmart in late June, an unnamed woman, uh, I knew we were going to get one eventually, returned to the parking lot and drove off in the black rental car she had just picked up. Two weeks later, when she returned the car to the rental agency, she complained about the car's messy condition and the set of golf clubs left in it. Nation Valley News reported the, quote, slightly confused manager informed her that the car she had rented was a Nissan Sentra, but the car she had returned was an Infiniti. Sure enough, the Infinity owner had reported his car stolen from the Walmart parking lot. When the woman and the agency manager returned to the lot, the Nissan was still parked there. The Infinity owner got his car back. The woman was a, quote, wee bit embarrassed. And the Cornwall Community Police Service reported on July 8th that there was a happy ending and happy and funny, excuse me, ending to the story. They also urged citizens to not leave your key fobs in your vehicle when not being operated. So wait, did she leave the keys in the rented car too? My goodness, people.
Sir, you approve the proceedings. I note them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this week's edition of Electric Leftovers. I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, you can find all the stuff related to the show at lowbiasgaming.net, where you can find soundtracks, uh, the music played, and uh, downloads for pretty much all of the music as well. You can also find the show on your podcast software of choice, and you can find me uh, at YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all those other places. Check out Jason's Groove Machine if you are thus interested in that sort of thing. Speaking of being interested in that sort of thing and Jason's Groove Machine, if you enjoyed the show enough to think that you'd like to throw a dollar in the tip jar, please do. I uh, absolutely appreciate all that kind of stuff. You can find said tip jar at patreon.com slash Jason's Groove Machine. It is a mighty fine of you to do so and of course we appreciate it and uh, your tips do not go unnoticed or unrewarded of course I mean I'm not going like, to give you a back rub or anything that'd be a pretty hefty tip but if you think about it we'll talk I mean I'm open to suggestions have a great week folks stay cool man go get yourself a popsicle get yourself an ice cream cone okay you deserve it so they got all your water, mate. Yeah, they decide you don't sleep. You can't send piss into wine. You can't rub pennies in the wound and expect it to be fine. There are no diamonds in the mines. Plus, we teeth the lot. So I'm on top of the pots singing. Thanks for all the aids. And the bums and the nuns and the guns and the bombs on the trains. Thanks for all the aids. And the floods and the bloods and the drugs and the banning all the rights. Thanks for all the aids. And the Asian flu. And for you and for making us slaves. Thanks for all the aids. Pray for me, Methodist, cause I fear the rapture Coming at ya, like Cleopatra Oh, you can never catch her, the Donovan stature I'm evil on the mic like Margaret Thatcher Luke, made you look Bombs like a nuke, I'm truer than the gospel According to my mate Luke, it's Isaiah That this guy God wants to kill you if you're queer Or if you're a Jew or you're an Arab A minor in a hole Or if you are a dog because you haven't got a soul Or if you are a dead baby you should count your stems and see how lucky you are So if your kids are on better than you are Twelve times worse than the worst crack hurt I can say this cause I'm sure You ain't shit, we've been advised to quit But we ain't taking the piss when we say Thanks for all the AIDS And the bombs and the guns and the nuns and the bombs on the trains Thanks for all the AIDS And the lies and the wives of the guys who be dying in spades Thanks for all the AIDS And the crap TV and for me and for bringing on the plague Thanks for all the AIDS Brought to you by...